Hey, it's Janice Michelle from When God Spins a Yarn. I'm so glad you were able to join today. I am here with a passion to help women heal from their traumas and find their identity in Christ. And I'm so excited to see what God's going to do today. Let's get into it. We talked a little bit about the importance of boundaries, what they look like and what they don't in episode two, Peacemaking and Boundaries. You may want to go back and listen to that first for a little bit of a reference. Being able to set and keep appropriate boundaries is one thing that really kickstarted my journey into healing. Once I learned just how much control I really did have over my emotional safety, my ability to feel free and accelerate my healing was amazing. Here's the thing. Most people misunderstand what it means to set a boundary. They think it's setting up rules the other person must follow and consequences, trying to control the toxic person's responses and behaviors. I tried this tactic for so many years, talking with him, getting him to agree to a set of checks and balances, which he never followed through with after. I tried telling him how I feel using I and we words. I tried just not nudging the sore spots so maybe he would feel quote-unquote safer to talk to me. So many things I tried until a well-meaning pastor said to me, well, we know you have control issues. He was right, of course, but no one, including myself, knew at the time that that was a trauma response. I did become a fixer, which translated into people pleaser and a peacekeeper rather than a peacemaker. So what is this boundary setting I'm talking about that sets you free? Think of a boundary like a fence around your property. You are in complete control of what happens inside that fence. You decide who comes in and who doesn't, what they can bring with them and what they can't. You get to decide how to decorate and care for your own property. You are the one who owns it. Now that property is you, your emotions, your body, your soul, your spirit, your relationships, your decisions. And we know that we can only truly control ourselves. Trying to control someone else never works out the way we plan. A boundary is about you and what you will do to keep yourself and your kids, if that applies, safe. And yes, emotional safety is just as important as physical safety. In fact, I recently heard a study that shows that there is measurable brain injury when a victim experiences emotional abuse. So it is actually physical abuse as well. Let me tell you a story about a friend who learned about this the hard way. She was dealing with a addict and she had tried multiple times to get him out of the house. He has been in and out of jail, comes back all the time with, I'm sorry, I'll do better. She finally was able to get him out. He got taken to jail again. Then he gets out. And she had said, I'm done. I'm not letting him back anymore. He comes back and says, I really just want to see our son. And she thinks, well, as long as I don't let him in the house, then it'll be okay because then he won't be able to say, well, I live here and all of that and have to start all that all over again. So she let him in the yard and figured, you know, I can just keep an eye on what's going on and It'll be okay. 
Well, turns out he ended up getting really upset again over something little and causing a lot of big drama as usual and the police still had to be called to get him to leave the property. This was her not being able to set and keep a boundary when she should have. Thankfully, she recognizes it now and has been able to fix that and does not communicate with him anymore. We have circles in our lives, relationship levels. The inner circle should be only those who are closest and safest to have in our lives. They are our main lifetime kind of people. Then there's the ones we like to get together with and hang out sometimes, but probably not going to share our innermost feelings with all the time. These circles get farther out from us and larger as they go. You get the idea. There's different boundaries at each level, and if you let someone who obviously needs to stay out of all the circles into just one, it makes it easier for them to influence and infiltrate closer circles. If we see ourselves as a shepherd, our emotions, safety, kids, and all of that as our sheep, and the abuser as the wolf, it makes it even clearer. Even if that wolf shows up with his sheep's clothes on, you know, the I'm sorry, I'll change, look what I brought you, look at the couple boxes I checked. We know letting him into the yard but not the house just gives him access. You have given away some of your control because he's got some access to the sheep. You are now less able to protect your sheep. So exactly how do we go about setting these boundaries around our safety? by using when, then statements and or commitments. Not all boundaries need to be stated, but all boundaries need to be consistently held. A when then statement, for example, is you are free to continue watching inappropriate material. That's entirely your choice. If and when you do, I will sleep in the other room and lock the door so that I have a safe place to myself or whatever you decide your boundary and safety measure needs to be. An unstated but kept boundary looks like when he calls and starts being manipulative, I will end the conversation and hang up. I will not answer calls again until I feel in a stable enough mindset to handle it appropriately, or I will hang up and temporarily or even permanently block the number. No need to tell them what you're going to do. Just know in advance how you will handle the situations that you know can and will come up and do it consistently every time. Either they will get the picture or you will see whether boundaries need to be even more distancing. The main thing is to remember that boundaries are all about what you will do to keep you and yours safe. It requires absolutely nothing from them. They will learn, grow, and repent. Or they won't. You will see more clearly and better be able to decide where the relationship can go from there. As you practice boundary setting like this, you will be able to see the evidence of how well it works. You will feel the control of yourself and your emotions and your safety start returning to you. It starts to release trauma bonds. It starts to Open your eyes to the reality of what kinds of situations you are actually dealing with. This is how it gives you your freedom back.
because you can feel the difference. You can feel the separation of yourself and the identity that they have been putting on you. You begin to find your true self again. It is a good idea to practice boundary setting with some safe people at first so that you can learn how to do it. This can, in some situations, be a dangerous thing to try to do. So make sure you have safe people to practice with at first. Make sure that you have a good support system that you are safe with and have an exit plan if needed. I know that some situations are way more volatile than others. So please be safe, be careful, find safe people, have an exit plan if you feel you need one. But learning how to set boundaries is an important step in being able to heal. I hope this was helpful. If you have questions, please send me a voice message or email and let me know if you're okay with me answering on a podcast or if you prefer a private answer. If you feel you need more of a conversation, I am happy to help. Check the links in the show description for a free assessment call. Keep letting God spin the yarn of your tapestry. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Please come visit me on my website, janicemichelle.com. That's J-A-N-I-C-E-M-I-C-H-E-L-E.com. Or on my Instagram, at God's Spun Yarn. My Facebook page is When God Spins a Yarn. I'm also a mentor on the Faith Mama's Tribe app. You can download that from your Play Store or I'll put the link in the show notes. Once again, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.